Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week we're going in a little, little bit of a different direction than we normally do. We're going to talk about power. And my guest is Ian Mazza, and he's a director at Vicor. Good morning or afternoon, depending on where you are, Ian. Thank you. Good to be here. So we don't spend a lot of time talking about power, and that's probably shame on me because we know that every embedded system you design has to deal with power. So this is a really good subject. And um, you guys came up with something pretty innovative for something that we do talk about a real lot is uh, artificial intelligence. Um, if, if you're building a box around AI and we're, we're, and we're talking about more of a data center, something, something that's cloud-based, not at the edge, we're using processors that are consuming a real lot of power. So I understand you guys have this innovative method of how to deal with this high, uh, with this big amount of power. Can you explain that to me a little bit? Sure. I think that the method has some really interesting electrical aspects, but its primary, uh, I think, innovation is mechanical and thermal as a consequence due to the planar nature and power tablet-like form factor. What we've tried to do is make something that is really optimized for what we call advanced cooling techniques like liquid or cold plate or base plate cooling technologies. Okay. Uh, you have to go into much more detail than that. Okay. Sorry, I was trying to be concise. Maybe that was too concise. No. Yep, that's too concise. Okay. Okay. So what we've seen is the opportunity to provide a product that would do power factor correction, isolation, regulation, in a very high-density package that was easily able to be cooled through any kind of liquid cooling or immersion-based cooling kind of strategy. Because what we see is happening, as you said, is these AI processors are driving the need for higher levels of power within a rack, within a data center, and also within high-performance computing uh, infrastructure. And as a consequence, the air-cooled solutions that people have been using for decades and have worked really well with traditional and conventional cooling strategies, as well as three-phase to AC to DC strategies, that's not going to be able to keep up. It's not going to be able to effectively migrate the heat away from the product, manage it, and dissipate it in a way that uh, makes sense from a cost perspective, but also makes people meet the kind of carbon-neutral footprints that they want with respect to green energy. So what we see is an opportunity where our product can be used in a way to meet the electrical requirements for delivering a large amount of power, but in a very small amount of space, and in a package that is only about 0.6 inches in height, which works very well when made it up with cold plate technology. Okay, so assume that I'm designing the system that, that, and I have to bring this power in. What do I need to do to redesign my system to accommodate this? Well, I think what you need to do is figure out how much processing power you need to meet the business case and the business requirements that you're trying to accomplish with this new AI capability. And what we allow you to do is maximize that within the existing rack space that you have by using the RFM in its very small form factor, but you can use it either in, within a U, as traditionally people have done with AC to DC supplies, or you can use it in novel approaches, either in liquid cooling, or you can use it in any kind of cold or base plate cooling strategy that might be not only within the U, but on the outside of the rack, at the top of the rack, in the bottom of the rack, in places that people typically haven't designed power before. 
And because it's a component, we give the flexibility of solving solutions like, or rather problems like power factor correction, isolation regulation, and conversion, but we leave rectification, the EMI, the uh, filtering, the fusing and surge uh, protection circuitry up to the user as to where it best fits within their mechanical enclosure and their overall design. So you started off by saying that there's an easy method and that doesn't sound easy to me. So what I think it makes it easy is that it's easy to conceptualize but there is obviously a aspect of this being done mechanically where you have to pay attention to these elements that before if you were just dealing with silver boxes you could just plug in, blow air, and not think about. But if you put the thought process about how you're going to effectively cool the product in its package, along with how you will place these other components, you can effectively realize a much higher power density, power conversion unit within whatever space you want to give within the rack or outside of it. That sounds quite interesting, and I would love to have you expand on that, but we've used up our five minutes. So we're going to stop here. Um, that was Ian Mazza. He's a director with Vicor, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. I want to thank you, Ian. Have a great day. You too as well. Thank you.